Welcome to the Agoracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of Agoracom, when we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put on port news with us today. Happy to have them back. It's been away for a while. Lee Hughes, CEO of React Gaming. Trades in Canada, RGG, for our friends in the U.S. under ITMZF. Uh, guys, if you love esports, if you love iGaming, you're going to love this interview because React is, a, is an emerging esports and iGaming company. And what, am I, what I mean by that is they're creating an esports mm -hmm. adventure like no other because they're creating the world's foremost esports and iGaming ecosystem, right? You got to think about it. A lot of companies do one or the other. React's doing both. How are they doing that? Loot.bet, world-leading esports betting platform. Parabellum Esports, professional uh, esports team. Compete and enhance peer-to-peer esports tournament platform. That's how they're getting it done. We know that esports is growing at fast rate to almost anything in the world. COVID only pushed that over the edge. Let's talk about what's going on with the company. Lee, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, George. Appreciate you having me. Hey, so since taking over CEO, you know, Let's talk a little bit just generally. How are these assets of the business growing? Because these are three tremendous assets that you've got to build this ecosystem. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, I joined, I'm pretty sure it's June, July-ish. Uh, I joined, it's gone very quick. Summer, I don't know where summer gone, but um, one thing's for sure is that we spent a lot of time over summer. Um, the, the executive team coupled with the board uh, really trying to understand exactly what we had, the status. We did an intrinsic audit on, on every single piece of the business because we needed to. And I can, you know, comfortably say that, you know, thanks to everyone else that's part of React, we probably got a good 12 months worth of work done over summer, to be completely fair. Um, you know, instilling some, some new uh, and positive team morale was part of that getting people motivated again, um, understanding the direction of the assets as, a, as an individual silo, but then also how uh, we want the assets to perform as an ecosystem, which is ultimately why we decided to go down the route of building an ecosystem. It's yep. because, like you said, the Compete Tournament platform, you know, it went from having 5,000 active users early in the year to now being 20 plus thousand um you know our, our loop.bet system uh betting betting platform you know i think we've been pretty open about the fact that it's a it's one of the leading ones infrastructure wise and performance wise you know around in the world at the moment and you know it's it's had up to five hundred thousand active users uh and then obviously we've got parabellum which is our esports team which has kicked a lot of goals this year if you've been following them um you know they're not a, a tier one pro uh, comp, uh, tournament, uh, sorry, competitor, but they they're starting to become this platform for you know rookie gamers to to get a voice and to get a name and to be seen and heard and then you know migrate up to those leagues. So those guys have you know obviously got the likes of Ubisoft and ShakePay sponsoring them. You know, so look as an individual silo, the three assets were performing. I'm not going to deny that. I think right. that where it was being missed was how are they going to perform under the same umbrella and starting to cross-pollinate with each other. 
And, you know, before we could get to that conversation, we really needed to clean house. We needed to make sure that, you know, we had the right executive team, that our board were governed, that, you know, how we uh, interact with the exchange and the regulators that were above board there, that our licensing was squeaky clean, which is super important in this space. You know, we've obviously got the Isle of Man license. We've got the Curacao license. And we're governed accordingly, you know, determining which ones we use. And it's just so important because as we've seen in sectors like cannabis and whatnot, this licensing environment changes so quickly globally and then at a state and county level. If you're not on top of it, all of a sudden you could lose market share because of a decision and you're not able to pivot. We never had any of those strategies in place internally. And we now understand where we're at and that's, like I said, it's been a big summer for the company. Um, we came out very early on after I joined and obviously just wanted to share information about the assets as they were at that given point in time because we've owned them for a decent amount of time. Um, and then it was just getting down getting down to business and then working out what's next. So you've obviously had a very fast education as a CEO of React uh, and putting all these pieces together. And that sounds like you know exactly what you're doing, Lee, and that doesn't surprise me because you've always been a consummate pro from the first day we met. So feeling confident that you've got a pretty good handle of all the internal operations of the company, the three silos, you know, the three assets and how they're going to start cross-pollinating. How does 2023 look? I'm not asking you for numbers and things like that, but how's 2023 going to look vastly different from 2022? Yeah, 2023 is... I think going to be a tipping point year for us. Um, and I know that some of those comments were made early on in the year about this year for the business, but the reality is, you know, last year was a very big acquisition year for the company, it acquired all its assets, you know, um, and then, you know, making sure that those assets could actually come into the organization was, was a bit of a process too, as everyone knew and because we were halted for such a long period of time. Uh, and this year should have been, and, in the end, it will be an execution year to understand what we have and to work out structurally how everything needs to operate moving forward. Next year is for sure going to be uh, our first real year of implementing a full 12 months of real strategy uh, and, and execution of, of that strategy as individual assets and then as all of them coming together. Um, we're really confident, actually, that with what we've put in place and our and our, um, our strategic document that we're, we're building and that we're creating and that we've, we've really, we've, we believe we've calibrated to be something that's pretty special. We believe next year can be one of those years where we see all of the assets as their own individual asset and then obviously as an ecosystem actually become cash flow positive, which in this environment right now matters. You know, capital is very, very hard to get. It's very expensive most of the time. Um, if you're private and you're trying to go public, good luck. That, that opportunity probably doesn't exist at the moment. And if you're public and you don't... It opens opportunities for you, right? Because George yeah. Cohen Gaming, if you want to go public, can't. We yeah. need a liquidity event. We've been waiting for it. So, hey, yeah. maybe we get bought by React, for example. So that's got to open yeah. a lot of opportunities, right? Exactly. And if you're, you know, if you're an asset that isn't necessarily making any money and isn't a real business, then it's also a very tough environment. So we need to leverage the fact that we've got amazing assets, which we now know that we do, that have real growth potential, um, and that are also wanted by others. 
more importantly. Uh, we, have a, we have a niche in our competitive environment, which is important. And we also have a spot in our competitive environment amongst our peers. And we have a great executive team. Our board are now governed properly. And, you know, we're obviously about to, we're, we're in the middle of raising some capital. So with all of those, all of those pieces put together, next year for us is that year where we need to get into a position where we're cash flow positive. And then if things continue to spiral macroeconomically, we're okay. I think that's great. Well, the two things you need, uh, in addition to just the macro, as far as the, the, the world global socioeconomic, uh, socioeconomic situation being a little more stable, the two things you need to grow are going to be capital and your industry growing. So we'll talk about, let's talk about the raise second. What I want to ask you first is going in 2023, the esports and gaming space. Uh, how is it looking? How's its growth been? Because we haven't had that conversation. Has it, has it tapered off because it's a bit of a fad? I know it's not, but I got to ask. Uh, or is it growing as strong as you guys expected? Because that's yeah. what you really need, right? You need your industry to continue growing. Yeah, look, um, and here's some interesting stats for you. You know, obviously over COVID, people sitting at home and being interested in esports increase, right? But what decreased were actual physical tournaments. You know, these big stadium right. tournaments with right. you know, live environments and live, all that stuff, that stopped. So for us, that impacted us because our betting environment matters. So we need real tournaments to take place. These international leagues coming together and playing, you know, it's just, it's interactive and it's, it's what users want to see. It's what, it's what the betting environment wants to see. Creates so, a frenzy, right? Creates that frenzy. Fans that stuff slowed down, right? The interest level in the space increased, sure. But the interactivity and the engagement on real betting handles that, in, that are involved in the, in, in, in the space, it did slow down. In our last quarter, though, and especially this month, with, with some real, real big tournaments, international tournaments taking place, our betting environment has increased substantially. And, you know, as the trends and, you know, what people would understand too is tournaments happen in clusters over the course of the year. Um, as, the, as that yearly calendar starts to fill up and it becomes a little bit more consistent, our, our handle is just going to get better and better. Um, and look, oh, we're seeing now that governments are also starting to understand that it is a real business and are starting to also take control of their own licensing. Um, you know, Germany, as an example, is a, is, a, is a perfect example. You know, they've now said to everyone, you're out. You now need to have your own license. You're only getting a certain amount, certain amount of weight. Because of course, it's tax revenue. So it's certainly becoming a lot more real. Um, jurisdictions are starting to regulate it. So as you know, when they start doing that, they realise that it's real because it's going to mean revenue dollars to them. So. And the second element to that is you need capital. So you've announced this $5 million raise. You just closed a... 650-ish, $1,000 first tranche. Um, how is that looking? And I need to ask, I'm sure investors are probably wondering too, because it is a tough environment out there, but that was a pretty nice first tranche. How, how's, the, how's the whole $5 million raise look in terms of prospects of success and closing it all out next uh, couple months, several weeks? Yeah. Look, this, um, this was something that we identified early on that we would need to, at some point in time, raise extra capital to get us through to being cash flow positive, right? Um, that work hadn't been done before. The due diligence on that aspect had not been done. And we identified that. We spent a lot of time listening, especially myself, to people that needed to be heard, shareholders, 
um, shareholders slash investors, vendors, our assets, our asset leaders, our team. And we've really gone bare bones with our expenses. I mean, we've, we've done budgeting uh, intrinsically to the cent and to the dollar to work out exactly what we need as a company. And we just identified that to get us through, we need to raise more capital. We were really fortunate that we were able to close a, a, a nice first tranche, which, which came from you know, um, so some of the, the very sophisticated and high net worth investors that we have um, with an institution or two in there. And it's now given us a platform to go and raise the rest. Um, you know, I haven't really been able to myself as a CEO grab a hold of this business and actually put it in front of the investors that are a new set of, or a new pot of investors, you know, not just from Canada, but the US, you know, Australasia slash Oceania uh, and Europe. And now I've, I've got that ability to do that. Um, and, you know, there are very, there are a lot of other jurisdictions out there outside of Canada where esports and gaming matters. Uh, and, and, and oh, yeah. We don't even realize again. We're still NHL, NBA, NFL, you know, esports, but in other parts of the world, esports is right there. Yeah. And, you know, um, we, we also decided as part of that, that, you know, a consolidation um, should be necessary. And of course, we're getting to our AGM and, and we would welcome our investors to, to participate in that AGM and, and hear us out because we, we're going to have a lot more things that we're going to be able to obviously do a deep dive on with investors over that period because they deserve it. And, you know, we've, we've got some things up our sleeve as well, like always, uh, in terms of um, being able to do add-ons to our business. We've, we've found ways to monetize our assets in, in ways that weren't thought of before, that we've been successful in, in, in moving down the line on that. So we'll be able to hopefully get some of that information out over the AGM. But look, with a consolidation necessarily, most, most of the time it does raise eyebrows. You know, I'm, I am a significant shareholder. I'm, I'm, I'm very heavily invested in this business. Uh, I was before I was a CEO um, and, and I've been buying I think weekly since every time I've been able to buy, uh, I've been buying as of today, even yesterday. So, you know, I understand that rolling back a share count as an individual, from an individual point of view, might not necessarily be seen as being a positive. But in this instance, I see us with the right capital, with new capital, sticky capital, uh, a consolidated structure where we're, you know, below 70 million shares outstanding with exceptional assets that have growth potential to be cash flow positive. It only allows investors to have a really good shot at a really great return. Patience is obviously going to be needed. Um, I've always been that type of guy anyway, but I know not all of us are. So we would obviously, like I said, welcome people to come to the AGM. Their voice will be heard and um, we'll be able to share where we're at for next year. Yeah, just to add in my two cents, there are two kinds of reverses. One is when a company has been eviscerated, there's nothing left. They're just going to roll back the shares and they go from a gold company to a cannabis company. And, you know, that's just, but then there are positive rollbacks when you want to tighten this capital structure, bring in new investors, firm up the, the capital, this corporate structure, capital structure of the company and move forward really strongly because you've got a great business. And I think that's where you guys are at, obviously. So uh, I'm just going to add my two cents in there for everybody at home. Lee, that, look, thanks for joining us today. I know you've got a lot to go on, uh, but the fact that you took the time to talk to everybody today is great. Everyone knows that you and I talk a lot more, yeah. but that'll happen next time. Uh, but we, we really appreciate you being here.
Yeah, thanks, George. And like I said, we welcome shareholders to, you know, um, join the AGM in particular and also, you know, um, share any information that they might feel like we need to cover off too. We, we're certainly not shying away from that, that fact. So thank you. For everybody at home, you've been watching or if you're listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Lee Hughes, the CEO of React Gaming, trades in Canada, RGG, in the US, ITMZF. To start your due diligence, get the company's profile page on Agoracom, and you know what to do from there. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. Don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agoracom Small Cap Podcast.